the Heppel Farm in Surrey. Now, it's an 89-hectare field at 192nd Street and 36th Avenue. Uh, And uh, it has uh, been uh, leased by the Heppel family for the last 50 years. It produces almost between 30 and 50 million servings of vegetable vegetables each year. Uh, Surrey Council uh, announced uh, just recently that it's supporting the agricultural future of that large parcel of highly fertile land. As we said before, uh, the government, uh, the worry is that the government, the federal government, uh, which owns the land and has leased it for two-thirds of it to the Apples, um, it has declared it as a surplus and wants to divest it. The worry is that, of course, it ends up in somebody else's hands and it doesn't remain uh, as farmland and continues to be farmed by the Heppel family. Joining us now is Tyler Heppel. He's a production manager at Heppel's Potatoes in Surrey. Tyler, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jazz. So walk me through in regards to, uh, is this an endorsement, I guess, at the end of the day from Surrey Council uh, in regards to what you've been fighting for? Yeah, it's a very important endorsement. Um, you know, they we had our ALC hearing last month, and we're still waiting to hear back from the ALC if this is going in the ALR. And for us to hear that the council and the city of Surrey uh, supports this, is huge and it just shows us that we have our community support and now we have our city support in keeping this land in agriculture. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just to confirm, if it does stay that way, that means in the agricultural land reserve, you your family will continue to farm the way it does already. We will. Um, however, federal government isn't bound by the AOR laws. So while it is a great defense um, and a nice, uh, it's just great to have an AOR. We need to continue to fight to get a covenant put on the land that it's going to stay in agriculture because there is a lot of different ways that it can still be developed as it is federally owned. And just walk me through this. There's been three local First Nations communities, Katsi, Kwantlen, and Semiamu, uh, that have expressed objections to putting the land in the ALR. Uh, have they expressed why? No, they haven't. Um, and uh, they're just in talks with the federal government, so we're not really privy to that, um, we're we're just really farmers, so we just want we just want to keep this land in, in farming, um, and we just hope that through those chats, food security is at the top of the list and and kept in mind. So, mm-hmm. do you is there any concern over the fact that because of obviously over uh, overarching concerns by uh, members of the Kwantlen, Semi Amorkatsi First Nations that this may be a lot more complex uh, than um, uh, than you had hoped? For sure. I, I, I think, like, we, we don't know what we don't know, right? And we don't know those discussions that are happening behind closed doors in Ottawa, but our hope is just that uh, in Ottawa they hear that people in British Columbia and Western Canada here are really passionate about this thing in food security because and, and in agriculture because we understand how important it is Um to feed Canadians here and at a time when we're relying on uh, California product and just to look at the long-term ramifications of losing this land. Uh, that specific land where your family has farmed, explain to me um, why it is, and rare is not the right word, but it is actually very productive, uh, that soil. And so you obviously has a, has a very vibrant farming community, but it wasn't at one point that specific land, but it, it, it's actually unique, is it not? It is unique, yeah. It's like they call it a little piece of California here in British Columbia, but we actually have water here in British Columbia. Um, so 50 years ago, my grandpa turned it into from marginal land into very productive land, 
um, by using some regenerative farming practices to make the soil very productive. And then we added in irrigation. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's the earliest farmland in all of Canada planted. You know, we're getting our seed ready. There's a window possibly next week where we might even be planting it. So it produces the first potatoes, carrots and cabbage in all of Canada. And that's really unique. And especially even during the summer months when it's raining and none of the other farmers can get into their field. Um, this field is relied upon to keep that constant supply to the grocery stores so that the big retailers don't have to go back to California. So it kind of gives the, um, the opportunity for a bunch of other farmers to stay in the farming game in the, the months of May, June, and July. Have you thought about uh, meeting with uh, with the Katsi, the, the Samiamu, uh, and the Kwantlen at all in regards to if there's, there are sort of overarching similarities and you can talk about uh, moving forward together on this, or do you think their their conditions may be separate from 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 what you're hoping to do? Yeah, I, I I mean I'm I'm sure they also really value agriculture and and um, the good that that comes from the land. But right now, I think they need to work things out with the federal government, and that's not really our place here. Um, we're just wanting to make sure that the voices of of the people are heard and just kind of just sharing the information. I think a lot of people don't realize how important this one, you know, small piece of property is in the um, food security puzzle here in British Columbia. And finally, just want to confirm, so when do you expect to hear from uh, the ALC? We expect to hear from them sometime in March. In March. And and that, of course, would very much bolster your case, I think, uh, significantly as well. Tyler, thank you for your time. Thank you, Jasper.